Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Since February 1952, there have been seven popes, 14 U.S. presidents, and 15 British prime ministers. But there's only been one British monarch. On Thursday, September 8, 2022, Buckingham Palace announced that Britain's Queen Elizabeth II has died at the age of 96. From CNN, I'm Joe Beck with a special edition of Five Things, looking back at the life of the Queen. Earlier this year, the Queen celebrated her Platinum Jubilee, marking 70 years on the throne. That's longer than any current monarch in the world, or any British king or queen before her. The 56-year-old monarch died in his sleep at his country estate at Sandringham, Norfolk, the very place where he was born. Now his daughter, Queen Elizabeth, picks up the reins. Long live the Queen. Elizabeth became queen after her father died when she was just 25 years old. She was in Kenya for a royal visit at the time with her husband, Prince Philip, and she was officially crowned a year later after a mourning period. Is your majesty willing to take the oath? She was already a mother when she was coronated. After she was crowned, the queen had two more children, became a grandmother and a great-grandmother. She visited more countries than any other British monarch and met every US president from the last 70 years, other than Lyndon B. Johnson. And a lot changed in her time. She's had a staggering number of firsts. The Queen was the first British monarch to tweet, to visit China, to send a message to the moon, and to give a Christmas Day address on TV. That's right, most people in the UK didn't even own a TV when she became Queen. And in fact, many bought their first one just to watch her coronation. I very much hope that this new medium will make my Christmas message more personal and direct. In the old days, The monarch led his soldiers on the battlefield, and his leadership at all times was close and personal. Today, things are very different. I cannot lead you into battle. I do not give you laws or administer justice. But I can do something else. I can give you my heart. And while the world has changed a lot in the last 70 years, the Queen was a constant for so many. Her legacy, I think, will be the fact that we still have a monarchy. Royal historians agree that one thing that set Queen Elizabeth apart from other monarchs, and what will perhaps set a tone for future kings and queens, was her dedication to public appearances. During her reign, she carried out more than 21,000 official visits, headed up hundreds of charities, and met a lot of people. She was also quick to give her condolences and support in times of crisis, visiting victims of terror attacks and disasters. And as one author explains, it always felt genuine. There's always this feeling that politicians are there because it's a photo opportunity. The Queen and other members of the royal family, they're there actually because they want to express their grief and their solidarity with those people who have suffered. With such a lengthy reign, it's not surprising that the royal family has not been immune to scandal or controversy in the last 70 years. We are just getting word that the French government uh, has informed all of us that Princess Diana has died. Princess Diana's death in 1997 was possibly one of the Queen's toughest moments of public scrutiny. Just a year after Diana's divorce from the Queen's firstborn Prince Charles was finalised, she was killed in a car crash while being chased by paparazzi. People looked to the Queen to react. In the days that followed, both Charles and his mother stayed away from the public eye in their Scotland estate. But after the papers started to call out for a response from the Queen, she came back to London to meet with mourners and gave a televised address on the eve of Diana's funeral. So what I say to you now, as your queen and as a grandmother, I say from my heart, 
First, I want to pay tribute to Diana myself. She was an exceptional and gifted human being. In good times and bad, she never lost her capacity to smile and laugh, nor to inspire others with her warmth and kindness. And while that might have been one of the greatest challenges of her reign, it certainly wasn't the only one. In 2020, the Queen's grandson, Prince Harry, and his wife, Meghan, decided to give up their royal titles, along with some state funding, and move to the US. And in an interview with Oprah Winfrey, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex painted a grim picture of life within the royal family, suggesting much had remained the same in the years since his mother's very public struggles. When I'm talking about history of itself, I'm talking about my, my mother. When you can see something happening in the same kind of way, anybody would ask for help. The most recent troubles for the royal family came from allegations that the Queen's second son, the Duke of York, sexually abused a teenager who says she was trafficked by the late financier Jeffrey Epstein. I can tell you categorically, I don't remember meeting her at all. Andrew denied the allegations and gave a controversial interview with the BBC in 2019. Days later, he stepped back from all royal duties. But he did remain an important part of the Queen's life, and he accompanied her to a memorial for his father and her late husband just this year. In February, Andrew paid a settlement to the woman, and a judge agreed to dismiss her lawsuit against him. With the Queen's passing, England's national anthem changes. For the first time in 70 years, the country will sing God Save Our King. But Charles hasn't always been popular with the public. His divorce from Diana rocked the royal family, and his affection for his current wife Camilla was thought to have played a part in the breakup with Diana once commenting that there were three people in the marriage. Things have moved on since then, and earlier this year, the Queen gave her blessing for Camilla to reign by Charles's side as Queen Consort. In the past, Charles has been criticised for giving his opinion openly, and possibly interfering with politics. He says he won't be a meddling king, though, and in a 2018 BBC documentary celebrating his 70th birthday, Charles described how he wants his reign to be different. I've tried to make sure whatever I've done has been non-party political. And I think it's vital to remember there's only room for one sovereign at a time, not two. The idea somehow that I'm going to go on exactly the same way if I have to succeed is complete nonsense because the two, the two situations are completely different. Clearly, I, I won't be able to do the same things I've done, you know, as heir. So, of course, you operate within the, the constitutional parameters. And in the eyes of many in the British public, Charles has big boots to fill, as they say goodbye to the Queen, who promised them devotion 70 years ago. I declare before you all that my whole life, whether it be long or short, shall be devoted to your service and to the service of our great imperial family to which we all belong. 